I've got a story. I've got a story. A regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to Season 2 of Girl. I'm here with our regulars, the Thotter Stew. Hey! Our Zaddy Bear, Michael. Hi, what's up? And this week, our delightful guest, ooh, sailor, star of TV's Glow Up Season 2, with a sensual Irish twist, it's James Mack. Hello, my dear. I'm wearing my favourite shadow shade, potato. (laughs) (laughs) Sam. How are you doing? It's great to have you on. Well, Chickaroos, how are you, girls? Thanks so much for having me, and happy consecutive 42nd Saturday in a row. <laughs> um, I can't believe tomorrow's Wednesday, so, you know, just <laughs> take it as you can give it. <laughs> so how's it been, like, lockdown for you? Like, have you been able to, you know, because a lot of uh, makeup artists have kind of been enjoying the practice, really. They've been going, oh, cool, so I can just stay in the house and just practice, practice, practice. It's actually been oddly grand like I mean, yeah. okay when you say when you say grand in irish terms that could be everything is fine but the house is on fire you know, two coffee vibes. <laughs> but, you know it's very much like you know vocal connotations like you know everything's like grand or everything's actually like grand <laughs> so everything's kind of like yeah grand grand, grand. grand. it seems to be the length of the r that determines <laughs> <laughs> yeah Everything is more than grand. I have no complaints. Honestly, I think I'm in a better situation than I was pre-COVID. So yeah. someone else can join me writing that book if they want. It's fine. I get to paint my face like all other queens in any ways, but do it for a living. And yeah, my pandemic's been a little bit different than maybe the average honey because we had everything pre-recorded mm. and it's somewhat worked in my favor as much as I don't want anyone to be in a disastrous state. <laughs> Grab <Grand. laughs> Where it was like, you know, you didn't have to have a break like uh, they did with Drag Race, where they're like, going, okay, cool, bugger off for seven months kind mm. of thing. Like, Well, this is the thing. I mean, like, it was so funny. If I had that break, I mean, could, I could have been, a, I might have not been the Raven. I could have been the BB, the BB of my season instead, or the Tyre <laughs> Sanchez of my season instead. But, you know, come see, come saw. Because seven months is done, like, my makeup is so different to a year ago. So for a little bit of background, like, uh, for people that don't know who you are, like, what would they know you from? They would know me from probably the infamous BBC Three's Glow Up Season 2. Um, that's on the BBC Player, Netflix. I'm a freelance makeup artist. I do all my shit, like, on Instagram at the moment. But I'd consider myself, you know, a proper work in any way. Like, I worked a lot on TV, film. Um, I don't think anyone knew me. <laughs> be pre-pandemic <laughs> so it takes the world to fall apart for me to come through so i went to a lot and a lot of effort to make COVID happen with my collaborators <laughs> that's it thank- thankfully you know it took off like a storm <laughs> and, you know, it really worked in my favor and i had the world on its knees to eventually see me so yeah, no things are going things are going really really well. It's a bit of a long game, really. You know, you know, manufacturing an entire plague uh, for the purposes of celebrity. But... I was in I, I was in the manufacturers just trying to create that polish for so long just to get you know to get get the right kind of to get that right kind of connotation. But uh, yeah, so you know 
makeup artist was on the telly, probably how most of us know me, and um, just a queer kid that paints while watching animals graze. For now. <laughs> for now. While watching I'm, them graze? I'm in the back arse countryside. Like, there is... Oh. I'm watching... There's two, there's two horses looking at me. I'm looking at them. They judge me. I don't judge them back fairly. And... <laughs> You know, I I could be in a full drag beat and have to go out and like just pick up their dung. So you know, <laughs> I'm very. It keeps me very grounded and well versed. I mean, in, you know, the most polite sense possible. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you ever get so to yeah, practice I, on I, the animals? I, like, you know, does the owner ever go like, "Why is my horse in full face?" <laughs> sure. Well, he sometimes goes, "Oh shit, he's going to get in my back and do a full blown shoot." He's feeling his fancy again. God damn it! <laughs> give the give the horse a break. It's very much that Veronica Green, like giddy up attitude mag, like vibe. <laughs> That's a good vibe. So, um, obviously, Glow Up, like you mentioned, is probably where everyone knows you. What was it actually like um, filming the Glow Up? Because what, was that film sort of near to when pandemic started? It was filmed actually in 2019. So we did it like, we had to wait probably, we actually waited eight months, I think, for the show to come out. Where I guess, you know, this season of Girls, they have waited. I think they went into filming February. So it's a year since they went to film. So they know the feeling because aside from that seven month break, because like you know I had my eye on social media like a hawk and mm-hmm. I, cl- I clapped like they had post production wham bam thank you man the second mm-hmm. they wrapped right so yeah. I don't know how it feels for them but like we had as much of a long wait we did it in September October time 2019 the show was initially meant to come out in February and we actually had like a training day where all of us were brought back together in London before you know everything just collapsed and <laughs> I remember in the moment thinking they then said to us the show was going to get pushed back till April May and I was like god damn it dude the job right Karen but you know, <laughs> in an odd sense it worked out in all of our favours because everyone was stuck at home and I think you know the season really landed on its feet or hit the ground running mm. and yeah it was a hustle just like the girls go through it on the show um, I know so many of the production assistants and runners that do Drag Race because they were all on glow up. So oh, some of the yeah, some okay. of the some of the oh, guys yeah. were like minding us. We're taking care of the queens, you know, what like taking their heels off, giving their drinks, and not talk. Like, yeah, I was texting a few huns. Like, I had I had an idea of what was going on. Um, <laughs> so and like you know, glow up season three. It's no secret that they've actually wrapped filming that as well. So mm, it's okay. something you know they're kind of in the similar caliber with obviously mm. an extra shot of fierceness for drag race and i think yeah the season three globe will be out sooner than later um but it's Hopefully. tv it's crazy crazy long hours you want to make sure all those concealers and setting foundations are like fresh off the shelf so that they last from like 6 a.m till 10 at night mm. Mm. How was it for the, for the eight months between um, filming and actually airing? How was that for you? Like, how was the anticipation, <laughs> knowing that you were on it, knowing what you knew through the series and not being able to tell, you know what I mean? Not being able to talk about it. Not even allowed to tell the horses. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, if you ever think about putting a carcass in a non-biodegradable bag and you feel like you can't even, like, tell Andrew Scott and Fleabag your sins, you can come to me because I... I'm so good now at thinking I can keep a secret. Like, I actually told, I didn't even tell a thirsty wig, like, in the middle of the night. I didn't tell anyone. I was like, 
so good at keeping a secret. No one knew. And I oh, the longer the longer it went on and we were waiting for the show to come out, the more I actually forgot. I was like, oh shit, I better I better get up today. I'm on, I'm on the bloody telly. <laughs> and then I almost forgot it happened. So yeah. Like it just, you know, I her her hair is full of secrets. I was gonna mm. say my, I would I would I would end up with like a full on massive bouffant like i would i wouldn't be able, i would have to duck going through doorways if i like if i was in that situation so i'd be like yeah. every time i spoke i'd be getting oh! i know i, oh. be able to, oh. I think you're just like you know it was worth the wait and honestly if i ever did anything in production or like you know having to like just tattoo nda across my heart i can do it because it was just it was so worth the wait when people were guide because some people that I was going out with pre-pandemic, like, would chat about the show, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you think you'll give it a shot? It's like, oh no, I never. Did. Oh no. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I, I, I got a phone. Hello. I know. Yeah. You found who it is. Have you been talking to those bloody horses again? Microphone <laughs> drop on everybody. Yeah, it was, you know, it was worth it, and you know, obviously, I hope that the queens, and it looks like they're all taking massive advantage of just the exposure. Um. Mm. I don't like. I don't even know the queens personally. I know three of them pre Drag Race because of just the London scene. Bimini, Taste, and Ahura. Mm. I lived near Bimini, and I actually lived literally down the road from Ahura in two different times when I was renting in London. And um, I just know that it can be quite exhausting, but at the same time, you can't take your foot off the pedal because, like this, it only it airs now. Do you know you have mm. hundreds and thousands of people. Mm. Like watching you, like if you put up a reels of your breakfast, it'll get hundreds of likes like, or thousands of likes because everyone just doesn't give a shit. You're the like you're the star right now. Oh yeah, I'm, it's fun. It's fun watching it. I think it's good though because you know you came you came as runner up in the show and and it kind of worked out in this wonderful way because you were really charismatic. Like in the last in the you know throughout the whole show and then in the final where you had to do the makeup tutorial in front of like a you know a whole room of people and you just mm. you were like a duck to water. It was great. Otherwise in other words I'm tapped. <laughs> Not like fully there. Just lost in the fucking moment. Honestly, I actually thought I woke up in the wrong place the day we went to Harris. I was like, oh shit, am I meant to be here? Um, it was like, <laughs> do you know what? It's gas because I think for me, that being the finale challenge, and yes, it was meant to be like, it was super intimidating, maybe 30 seconds I wanted to die before getting on stage. Yeah. But mm. I, I, like, I do drag. I was kind of getting so much more into even doing performing and drag right up to the edge of COVID. I thought 2020 was going to be the year of globe and the year of elevating my own drag which is like mm. i still think at like baby standards but mm. i love like the stage so it was like a 30 minute number just get up there do your thing have a laugh so it was such a hoot i actually found it to be the easiest challenge in my head compared <laughs> to all the other challenges i just literally lived in the red chair and yeah it was such a learning curve i could things be different if i went back you know with how much has changed for me personally in a year like i mm. definitely think my artistry has evolved um but you know i kind of like being the raven of my season because <laughs> it gives me just a much more window a bigger window, window opportunity to i don't know just be better like just mm. do more fun things but um yeah like hopefully you know girls from drag race will feel the same and i mean look at joe black she's like right higher up in the ranks and the girl just had to like you know do two two appearances and leave. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and so it no, girl, if there is not a Joe Black line on the front of the windows the second like mm-hmm. the pandemic lifts, like don't be fooling mm-hmm. yourself. 
Get your mortgage, girl. Get that coin. Um, <laughs> yeah, anything possible. So we talked about your drag, and I think that was the really interesting thing because I felt like during the show, like you struggled with some of the more mundane challenges, I think, like the, in week one where they were literally like, oh, just make this model look nice. And then you were like, really? I can make them look amazing. And they're like, no, just make them look, uh, you know, and then, but then obviously you constantly saved yourself with how good your actual like challenge looks were and whatnot. And did you find it difficult toning down from like a drag background? Ask like, hell yeah. I mean, God knows all the PTSD. I've thrown out every blue shadow I have. Um, like blue, I don't know her. Um, it's just not happening anymore. I think it was like the childhood and the stuff that the game is like an hour and a half. And your man was a fucking lash. I was like, he doesn't need any makeup. His skin is perfect. Like, yeah. I'm turning blue. I'm getting blue balls looking at him. Like, <laughs> never mind telling me to not put blue eyeshadow on the, on the gent. Um, so that was like the intimidating thing because we had 90 minutes to do what I could have done, like a 20 minute makeup. And obviously I've gone back and seen that challenge in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I should have really done that. But it's like, <laughs> that's just in the moment. I was just kind of flustered. I I don't know. I was just very, I didn't have much training beforehand. And yeah, the creative like side of makeup is what I love to do. Um, if someone said to me, we have a bridal party of seven girls, they just want a smoky eye and a red lip. Are you going to call me? I don't know. <laughs> but then again, like, yeah. Break out the blue. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, something borrowed, something blue, but you're mm -hmm. going to be on your face. Um, but that's where, that's where I've had to really grow as an artist to like focus more on the beauty element of makeup and like understanding how to follow a brief and whether it's, any show competition or even a booking again that's the one thing i can promise you that the breach should be followed <laughs> but that's that was the hardest thing for me like drag comes to me like almost as my first like my second nature and just using everything like the kitchen sink is my main material for creating the looks like i was the most relaxed in the creative briefs what would your ideal brief be um oh well like the bowie one was perfect the club the club kid was like my saving grace. I was so chill mm. doing that look. Um, is it because I you just on... felt so comfortable doing it? Yeah, mm -hmm. because I was like, girl, this is like 3 a.m. bedroom with like <laughs> with all the Venga boys and steps and like mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. on repeat. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. hey, Michelle. So like, you came around. Thanks very much for popping by. Um, watch this. Like, you know, yeah, I should have put like, I had the biggest paper cut lashes in the world to put on that model i ran out of time like you know that's a tea no 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 shade pink lemonade um but nonetheless they kind of let that go because there's obviously going to be like the edit and they michelle did say that but then like again selling sand of the arabs i was like oh but michelle this is a club kid that's hosting an after party of a john galliano fashion show so she took her lashes off and they mm -hmm. kind of had a laugh and i was like great i started my way into the next week's like, cool. <laughs> it like silver know, tongue bitch listen it's like they said the word tumbleweed at the start of this week's episode and she was like a polished tumbleweed on the runway this week she stole it nonetheless and got through so mm -hmm. it's all about them it's your marketing strategy and um, it didn't help that she had really good makeup though Oh, I know. It doesn't help that she's just a supermodel of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I hope everyone goes to clean their bathrooms this weekend. Like, she, like no matter what it was, she's always, 
you know. Um, That's how you get yeah. to people to stay clean in a pandemic. You just get taste to be a Brillo pad. <laughs> Done. Exactly. Just as, like, honestly, that, that girl struts so much. She could, like, she, she does more mileage than St. Nick. She has legs for weeks. Not days, mm-hmm. weeks, months. Yes. Leap years. A pandemic. Oh, honey. Oh, no. honey. Oh, honey. That one, that's too real. Legs for a <laughs> pandemic. Oh, my God. She has panty D legs. <laughs> With those panty holes. Because mm-hmm. I wonder, I wanted to ask you, uh, James. Like, I, as a drag queen myself, I'm a bearded queen, so I you can see on my little yes. picture that I've got a mustache and like a what's it called, a chin strap beard and stuff. And I mm-hmm. kind of trip over a lot with looks because while I am bald, so I can go as high as I want and I can go as divine as I want, uh, mm-hmm. I kind of get limited by it. Do you find that having a moustache, you're kind of limited with your drag looks? Um, well, I just embrace it. I incorporate it. I don't mm. think that it's like a restriction or something that's going to like, you know, impede on my performance. Like my like stamp, and if I was ever to progress as a queen and no promises but i would totally have the attitude to imagine doing something like drag race in the future mm. i want to be the first mis- like mustache queen and drag yeah. race uk imagine inevitably because it's going down any fucking avenues that it was and ruse finally like heard the whistles and bells and like with the the week one of glow ups creative briefs identity that was exactly i was like okay the tash is like my branding and i kind of <laughs> got into i got i got trademark yeah, I was really feeling facial hair in 2019. <laughs> I, I, I'm so into I gave, facial hair right now. Listen, oh, yeah. I, gave, I gave birth to this tash in like the same year, call it moving to London, the notions of it all. But I kind of like kept it as my look. And I, it's funny that you mentioned the beard. I actually used to have a full on truck driver beard and I used to paint my beard in my drag looks mm. when I was going out like two or three years ago on the scene, first of all. And, you know, in Soho, it was like, eh, but in like Battle Green Working Men's Club, it was like, yeah. So it was kind of like very much depending where I was bouncing around. Um, so I just find, you know, incorporate your values because as much as drag is like an extension like of ourselves, our personality, or it could be your alter ego. For me, I do so much makeup and like create so much drag that, especially on my skin, if I want to be like shaving off my tash, it takes a few days for it to grow back. It's part of my brand. So mm. people often like tell me, they're like, girl, I don't see, I don't see too much of a difference when you're wearing drag and when you're not, because like I'll always have a little beat face. Like, what, I'm like that walking, just dolly the sheep, <laughs> like walking around <laughs> being like, hey, what's up? You know, like trash comes out of my mouth. I sound like a bogger, but at least I look like the front cover. Looks <laughs> 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 great. Half not half an hour ago though. Oh. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I just like work it in. Like I love that you embrace having your facial hair. Um, I there is a certain line of water paints um, that Meron makes that I find are the best to apply color into beards because like I've gone out wearing pink beards, blue beards, white beards. You know, like I'm very inclusive of all my beards that I like to <laughs> take out with me on a night out. And that you know that's what I've always done when I didn't want to just shave for the sake of having that drag like escape into drag for a couple of hours yeah so i want to keep it and you know i wouldn't even find that as an excuse because there's times when i do a full clean shave a bit again based on what the brief could be there's a shoot that i am doing later this year in the uk where they want clean drag like it's me doing the shoot and i'm like okay yeah i'll shave for that and then you know off the basis of that i might schedule other makeup designs around the time frame where i'm not going to have my tash or facial hair so i'm like you know just adapt i'm looking at some of your looks by the way um 
seen you with the paint. I'm so sorry for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I really like it because it, it adds an extra shape to your face as well. It kind of it frames it. And yeah. especially when you're talking about just the moustache, there's uh, one on your website where you look like an undersea, frilly, sea urchin-y thing. And it looks mm -hmm. really good. But yeah. you can, it's where you've just got the tash on underneath, but you've got like uh, what looks like lashes all the way up and around. And oh, the, yes. And the tash breaks up the face because it, it it puts it in two sections. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's one thing that, I, you know, just I find is important about proportion, pro proportionizing, ladies. And proportionizing. Like, listen, I've got I've got the Old Testament here and then I've got the new one down on my chair. Like, I have all of this, like, just space to work with. Mm, mm. I just sometimes think the tash helps break that, like, break up the, like the lower half and then you know i go to freaking town with the makeup designs all up here yeah so and like you know there's half a like a roll of tape sometimes and i do drag but it's fine because i have all the space to work with it so that's where it's like you know embracing just the big head features mm. and that's i think why I, I wear i have my mustache because you know when i do take it off i'm like who's that girl and then i'm just like <laughs> So yeah, you know, it's the way you see things. Mm, mm, mm. Well, it works. It works really well. We're, we're all going to um, ask you for one little makeup tip then, because um, a lot of people listening will be, you know, drag queens, drag kings, non-binaries, people who just generally like makeup on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Um, so we've all chose a particular thing to ask you. For me, I'm going to go with um, what's your best tip for eyeliner and creating a good wing? Creating a good wing. Okay, so for me personally, I as a makeup artist, it's going to be a combination of two products, two different mediums. I like to use a liquid thin pen for the inner corner because that's where the line work is most likely going to be the thinnest. And then I like to use what's called cake liner. It's basically like in a pot and it's kind of got a creamy texture. And I would use that for the outer shape because depending if you want like a clean super line or you want the edge clean, but you want to smoke out the top of it, when it's a cream product, even with like a really small blending brush, and again, because it's cream, you can, you know, kind of blend it outwards to create that little smoky gradient. Mm. And you can't do that as easily if it's liquid liner on the corner. And again, if you are going to go in with a cream product and you want to have a really nice flat edge, when you buy a palette or when you rob one from the local department store because <laughs> that's not a, you know, something I condone but it's something I'm getting off my guilty conscience um, you have these <laughs> you have these plastic like sheets and sometimes I like get a or like you know a plastic card whatever hmm. I set it at an angle and then I get like whatever the cake liner like that I'm using and I just kind of like blend it out and I lift I have like hmm. my clean cut line and that's actually you know a huge feature that i use in my kind of drag looks. i like to do like a really strong elongated like liner and like blend in like the shadows but i always have the outer edge like super sharp and then i'll just say and i know like the bbc it might not be a commercial channel but my <laughs> go-to right now is the Cafon d tattoo liner this is what i use on the inner corner mm. just to literally connect the line um Jeez. Not a massive fan of, you know, eyeliner pencils or, mm. you know, 
a lot of drugstore brands that sell like the coal pencils mm. unless you want a smoky look but I often think that's very much more beauty glamour makeup when like they'll smudge it out to kind of like just look a little hazy and dainty it's like we're literally layering the road you know the county council's out for the day lads we're, <laughs> we're giving up socks well, Excellent. well not moving Love too it. far from the eyes I always struggle with Man. keeping my uh, my brows glued down like what's your strategy for them because everyone seems to have a different recipe for how to keep the buggers down that isn't just shaving them off that is so true and it's so funny you say that because when I did like a training course in Ireland before moving we had to do it like the theatrical way which was using spirit gum and then you let that dry and then you like fill in any gas with like wax and then you set with powder i haven't done that since college and i used wax to, like, it's, it's yeah okay so like you know like, have they been using this since like shakespeare's time <laughs> just like oh god honestly <clears throat> part of me is like what's the point of saying that men in black moments the epi pen we're going to forget that <laughs> but i've seen loads of techniques and i've seen someone use it recently and i was like wow for me personally i do have the elmer's glue stick and i know every queen like this fucking happy bull it's like i say banking it with all the people that buy this what i do beforehand if you are a manly man and there's like going to be you know all the brow hairs in the world you have to strip the oils first so i get like witch hazel or some kind of toner with a cotton bud mm-hmm. or cotton pad just to strip off excess oils. And then I actually have my brows more or less laminated today. Like how I press my boy <laughs> brows up, I use glue stick. Like I could go on with a white TV paint stick now and my brows would be like blocked out. Like the hairs are laid, mama. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, if I was to do this like a brow block technique, you need to prep them. So strip the oils and with the glue stick i literally go back and forth it can look like a hot mess at the start but then it's all about the like you know the steps when you have the glue there's like a 30 second period and i get a comb and it's like a little comb that you like you see people using to like you know they lay the edges of the hair of a week like their wig or something Mm -hmm. and what i literally just do is comb and press upwards and it's all about flattening the brows with the first layer of glue, period. Mm. You've got to get that first layer right. If you do it so on the money, there's times when I'm like even gigging that I would do like only three or four layers of glue and that's all I would need. And like my brow hairs are strong. Mm. So it's all about those first like initial steps. The, the two most important steps, um, making sure that you strip the oils, Witch hazel and cotton pad, always, always, always. I feel like it's not mentioned because it's like the secret creed, but <laughs> I, it's what we learned as a working makeup artist. Like some girls, like anybody would just go in with the print and like they're like, why is it not holding? Because you need to take the oil off. So the cotton pad, press it down and it strips it away. And then with the glue, get it all in there. Like it's going to look a hot mess, but it's, it's, it's the mess we want. Mm. And then you just comb it down super flat. I try to get them as high as possible. That first layer should have all the hairs potentially down. And then after that, and like you don't need to wait more than like 15 or 20 seconds, while that layer is like tacky, so it's not fully dry, but it can withstand you going in with the print stick again. I just build up to maybe four, five layers. And after that, I set immediately with a translucent powder. And what I find a lot of people do is obviously just get a powder puff and just go in quickly 
there is a triangle-shaped powder puff that you can buy on Amazon mm. with the powder. will also help control powder going from everywhere, but it will just... Everything is about, like, refining how you're setting them, do you know? Mm. And that is honestly what everyone should be paying for my Patreon to come. But you got it, you got it for free here. <laughs> no, that's Excuse amazing. Me. Like, I, I actually... Can we just stop this so I can go off and get into face? Because that, you know, I, I want to try that now. Do when you <laughs> Compare the results. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I guess my question is, speaking of um, glue and adhesives, is a lot of your looks include things being stuck on your face. So I understand using um, glue and stick on the eyebrows because it adheres to the hair and it'll stick to your skin. But what about when you want it to stick like the likes of horns or uh, like even just gems and beads and just anything to your face that is on yeah. skin, especially with a layer of um, foundation makeup? Yeah, see, that, that's like my model in the Creative Reef with the horns did a number and came back and my horns are suddenly asymmetrical. Bummer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> happened to me, girl. Happened to me. Mm. I the feeling. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, no, it all depends on like, the heat. And again, like your skin prep, like your skin creates different oils. It's basically, it's all about different components and how they work together because that's going to like give you the, like, the end result of how they'll like, either last or how they'll sit. So, you know, you prep the skin before you do any adhesives. So you have to strip those excess oils that the like skin naturally produces during the day, mm. uh, which hazel is like a medium level. Then you kind of have an astringent toner, which would be something you would use to like dry the skin even more for when you're going to be using stronger adhesives that are actually meant to hold something like, you know, that has, has a bit of weight. Mm. So on the show, there's a special effects adhesive that was called tele- teleadhesive. And that's what we use when I, when I'm, you know, including the horns and we had to do the special effects the silicone prosthetics on hobby city challenge for lighter than things i would just literally use the tail end of a duo glue um like the little rhinestones i have duo glue because mama if i'm going to be like literally stoning my face before i get stoned it's all about that. <laughs> you know like that that shit's got to be easy to take off when like mm. your eye is like down to your chin and you're like huh? <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, like that, like a simple adhesive because like that's not gonna, especially when I'm doing looks and I'm just taking images. Mm. I would probably use a duo glue, but then I'd use a prosade for sticking heavier things on, like like studs or any unconventional materials or even like the edge of ball caps. And then I use a spirit gum for you know the lace of a wig and maybe like the very end edges of a ball cap when I'm applying it. Um, it sounds like an absolute like shovel load of information <laughs> and adhesives. So listen, if anyone just goes putting things on their face in different places, like unofficially, don't come back and claim off me. Um, <laughs> that's literally just you know they would that that they're, they're like I would say prosade and duo glue would be what you see me using on the images that I use in my like creating on social media, mm. but. I would use similar products for when I'm doing like shoots and maybe something stronger like the teleadhesive, I think it's called, the special effects glue. And that would last like the longest. And again, your skin prep will always determine the longevity of any adhesive holding, Mm. whether it's underneath hot lights, sweat, a gig, you know, a show. Like I've been there and I've done plenty of the tumbles and my wig went flying and I was like, I thought that I thought the print stick would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn. 
it's not ruined after it as well though because if you're if you're dry if you're taking out all the oils and stuff is it not like super dry you end up with like little circles of just flakes it depends you see like it's 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 the quantity of how like you know you lay it and apply it like with like something like spirit gum and prosate you need such a small amount like i've gone through half a tub just for a finger look like a little pinky amount and i've learned that i've i've learned the hard way and that's why i'll never afford a mortgage but that's <laughs> the, it's the experience I, I i sign up for but no it's 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 your application is kind of like fundamental to it as well and um when it comes to you know removing it always use like you know a deep oil cleanser because you got to take care of your skin like for me it's the money maker so i'm like good god don't leave me please i love you and <laughs> it's like i have to take care of it in that regard mm. on the subject of makeup and wigs then um have we all watched this week's drag race episode for uk we since have. we don't have season 13 mm. what's drag race who is who? <laughs> Rue, oh, who? <laughs> Damn! I thought we were watching Home of the Year. Shit! Oh, I was watching it. Bargain Hunt. Damn. Some of them look like chairs. David Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> look how fucking no. orange you look. No. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a makeup tragedy. Uh, yeah. Putting it there. What would it be so, if that was one of the challenges on the Glow Up, where they just gave you David Dickinson and they were like? Fix this. <laughs> Make him look like Casper. You're like, oh, don't have enough fucking foundation. <laughs> uh, I'd be, I'd probably be like Val. Can like you know, open your purse. I'd be like Val. Can I have, can I have some of your products, please? Because <laughs> we we had we had a shelf of so much like you know extra materials that we could use around the room, mm-hmm. and then we had like our save the day eight hero products that we all got to bring individually because like we knew and trusted how they worked, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, you know, I probably would have like done well in that challenge because it's always like the off the beaten track things that I was like, "This is great." Because anything normal, I was like, "What?" Casual going to the shop look. You're like, "I can't, I give up. I can't." I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no. so we need about fifty pair of latches, <laughs> seventy branches from outside. I saw this nice empty coffee cup on the way in. That'll be a lovely hat. <laughs> no. yeah. Well, that was kind of like the challenge this week, wasn't it? They kind of just got, um, here's a load of crap. Make something out of this crap. Sorry, <laughs> Can we just yeah. address that they ripped the fucking fabric off the chair? I thought that was just like, you know, like, just like, oh, it's a prop. And they were like, no, nah, I'll have that. Nope. Like, Holy fuck. Vicious, yeah, man. Taking that chair. <sighs> oh, it was a lot. See, I, half of me thinks the episode was quite boring compared to the last few, but I think it was just because there was a lack of drama. Like well, compared, compared to the previous weeks. Literally, speaking of all the filler references, mm. I'm going to drop this, like, the, the, you know, call the tea and say, this did feel like a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. I, you know, everything has been great. And then we get the grand episode. There you go. It was grand, mm. girls. Was really <laughs> grand. How many R's are in that version of grand? Grand. 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 I don't know. Seven I'm... R's, two T's. Don't know where they... they're from. Do you not know? <laughs> yeah, but listen, how many R's are in sister, sister? It's, it was, Ooh. yeah, it was in the worst. <laughs> I, that reading challenge, right? They give sisters, you, you, like, you could tell it was her week she was going because they give her so much airtime. They had that little mm. chat before when they were doing their faces and you were just like mm. oh she's going this is her this is her edit this one this one oh, this time like, yeah. you could tell and especially when Lawrence Cheney was doing his read he got like two jokes hit and you were like no 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 that's how that no 
can we have the other foot? Can I have the cutouts? Can I have? Mm-hmm. I want. I want to watch the rest of them because they would have been funny. Yeah, yeah. Are you telling me that Lawrence Cherney wasn't that funny? Because I'm pretty sure he was. Let's be real. Mm. I think this week was a bit more dull because Tia Coffee's gone. Probably. Mm. Personality of the season. Yeah, she might not mm. have been the best on the runway, but my God, she was entertaining. Like, bring her back. Just yeah. even if she's not competing, just put her in the room. I think she's kind of like the hero of the season because, like, I, I, because I started being like, oh, I don't, I don't you know it's a bit strange and then by by their final episode you're just like i love you i you know you're one of my favorite things on the show because she's like she's so on the mark with what she says and like and i don't know she's kind of like that every man what a, yeah. sentence, what a sentence she's that every man <laughs> she's that, every man she's it's all woman. in me mm, yeah, she is every woman i tell you who grows on me every week though bimini is oh. just just slowly she's got a pack bag uh, bags packed and she's bringing mm-hmm. her city and moving into my heart because like bless her mm-hmm. i just every week i watch it i just like her more and i just want to be like i want to be your friend i want to <laughs> i want to get drunk and go out and just laugh at the antics that you come out with because you look yeah. so you look so fun and you have such a positive outlook on everything like i'm just it's everything and anything i want to watch it's just really good and it, when it when the season started, I was like, "Oh, she's a bit, she's a bit different, a bit shortish." But as she's it, vegan, <laughs> vegan, mm-hmm. she hasn't mentioned it on. And uh, yeah, and as the season's gone on, it's just went on and on, and I've just went, and I just want to go. Oh, I want to, I want to go and get drunk with her. Yeah, no, I've seen her, I've seen her before, like before, and she's just like, she is that. You're right, babe. Like, You're right, babe. I, say, I, say, I, say, I say, I say when Rue was watching the audition tapes, and like, that's the first thing she said. You know the way, like, he just like. Homer, Homer, that home in the first season that every queen's like, you're right, babes. And I say, you want to rewatch the first 30 seconds of our audition tape. She's like, all right, babes. And Rue goes, yeah, she's it. That one. <laughs> That's it. That was it. That yeah. one there with the yellow hair. Yeah, yeah. No, she, she's a grower, baby. Um, I mm-hmm. I would have heard to the grapevine that she was on the show. So I had an mm-hmm. idea that I knew she was going to be, I knew a few queens were going to be on pre-production. And... Mm-hmm. I remember being like, I had a good estimation. Like, I think the top four or three is what I was predicting, even before mm-hmm. I knew how the show went. And Bimini was definitely up there. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that it took the nation time to like get to see her because, like, last week you even just see on the socials and everything like that was just through the roof. I think we're on a high from last oh, yeah. week's episode that we have mm-hmm. expectations for this week. That mm-hmm. this week was still a good episode, but it's just like. Where are the nipples to the face? Like, where's, 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 where's the horse cheating on me? Like, I want to be held at gunpoint for the episode and we're just doing the library's opening instead. Mm. <laughs> I just want to say Rue again. Rue. Oh. Yeah, well, the, and, and the press. And the press. <laughs> she was oh. so good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a big fan. I'm just a big fan. Might go without saying, but who was everyone's favourite look this week? Would you like to go first? Everyone wants to jump on straight away because everyone's going to have the same answer. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, mine's the fashion queen of horror. Yes, I have to say, girl, listen, she needs the badge. She wants the badge. She deserves the badge this time. Yeah, everyone she's going to get <laughs> yeah. the badge. Yeah. Listen, she yeah, she, she got that badge. Yeah, she's sitting on that badge's face. Oh, so, honey, she is riding. Yeah. <laughs> So I think, you know, it was, it was fab. I actually saw a, uh, like a TikTok meme last night. Um, did she share it? It was like Beyonce live with Crazy in Love and like the beat to the shoulder. When that shoulder, <laughs> cuffed, 
like I kind of <laughs> needed like an inhaler hit. I got a bit <laughs> asthmatic. I was like, <gasps> like it, was, <laughs> it was very impactful. So it, that won it for me. This was the moment of the episode. Just... There you go. Exactly. Boom. There we like, go. Done. Literally the nipples of the face. And then this week it was just the, the shoulder. Pad. Literally just a shoulder <laughs> movement. She knew as well. You could see in her face when she did it. She was like, and this is my smug face. And you were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. and rupee the badge. Done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so good as well vinyl plastic bags and she made it managed to make a full structured fucking wing mm-hmm. made of ruffles and everything and a trail that didn't just go down the runway like honestly, honestly I, mean, I feel like talented. it redeems Katy perry's song firework because it's like if you ever <laughs> uh, no if you ever feel like a plastic bag anymore you can say yeah because now i feel like, like a horror like a horror bitch <laughs> feel glamorous. although her the way she painted her mouth because a horror took the piss out of sister so much for the chips thing Mm-hmm. I thought that sister was going to have a little bee in her bonnet over the fact that Ahura did a blue mouth. Although it's not like the little like like sister did, it was still a blue mask. You know what I mean? Mm. So I thought sister was going to be getting about it. And she didn't. I, I said she just went home. Mm-hmm. But I felt she did it on purpose to be like, oh, fuck you. But this is the last thing. The fact that, okay, here we go. The kettle is fully boiled. I literally, so the first like 10 seconds into the episode, Ahura goes, like, sister, sister, who's lucky going to copy this week? She's like mm-hmm. at Wimbledon, mm-hmm. back and forth with the like, you know, the compliments, the shades, throwbacks. And then mm-hmm. in the in the in the library, she serves another one. She's like, double up on, the, on people's runways looks. Like, what's it going to be? Whether it was like, you know, the edit or the cutout, I'm sure an untucked sister sister had to say something like, you bitch, mm-hmm. look at you. You you want to double up, hon, you're doing it now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I, I'm saying that as a matter of fact, because I'm like not biased towards any queen, really. It was just like, it wasn't mentioned the whole episode. I was always waiting for the credits and for sister sister, mm-hmm. even like when she gets eliminated, to be like, you want to talk about copying or mm-hmm. like it wasn't yeah. mentioned at all i was i was waiting for that to be like the lipstick message on the mirror or yeah. something. <laughs> like fucking mask for mask or something oh <laughs> oh my god i, I wish <laughs> yeah we tried. she has said on social media though that that it was designed to look like a mask like an nhs mask and oh, in yeah. fairness it's blue because her outfit was blue like, I don't know how much it would have been necessary copying Sister, but I definitely don't feel like she tried not to. Yeah, She didn't copy Sister. It was definitely part no, of her look, but I yeah. just thought that the reference, like, I thought it could have been a good TV moment for Sister Sister to say something about it. Yeah, Like, when, whether they did, I don't know why production might have left it out, because, you know, well, production, they've left a lot out this season, haven't they? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ginny Lemon. <laughs> I remember, we're but... watching Home of the Year, girls. We're watching Home of the Year. <laughs> so what are your so... predictions for top four, then? Mm. I... Bing, bang, bong. Oh. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> Bing, bang, bong. It, it was that movement oh, right, in front of each other. <laughs> yeah, but oh, at that ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they don't walk into the workroom in the whatever's going to be the semi-final finale episode, like tapping each other's hoosh, like it's all it's all matter. <laughs> um, that's my top four prediction. Mm-hmm. How it weighs mm-hmm. out next week. I mean, as the stakes go, it feels like Ellie against another queen. The other queen couldn't tell you because like Sam like maybe a horror on the basis that she doesn't like see she's funny though she's a shady funny queen when she did that no. Essex character that had me dead my yeah. god yeah. Yeah. she could she could do a good improv comedy uh, challenge I mean taste could flop again I don't know but then like does that make her lip sync assassin because I can't see her Mm-mm. and I this isn't even inside of tea I just know like you know she has top 
four, top three. Oh yeah, yeah. Knockout yeah. Hair. But when she, she like, walked she's, into she's the like show, the reader of the of the of the season as well, I feel as well. Like mm. all all of her cutaways, all of her like little narration sections are her and Lawrence Cheney's are probably the most entertaining for me. Yeah, mainly because um, taste gives the like situational awareness and things, and then Lawrence has got the little quips that'll come yeah. in. And it's yeah. they, between them two, for that kind of aspect, they are up there for me purely for it. Um, if you've I ever think... worked in retail, do you know the way your manager might say we have a secret shopper coming into the store? Like they're like the secret script writers this season. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they literally, you know, just it was like Lawrence and Tace like we're in two hotel rooms next door to each other like you know pigeonholing being like mm-hmm. I'll do week one you do week two babes and we'll interview <laughs> for the semi-finals alright gotcha like they very much narrate the whole season you've got a little game for us Stu don't you I do. So this week um, we have a game, uh, a tradition among uh, our season two. Uh, we are going to be competing for a Stu Peter badge. Uh, an exclusive Ooh. to the podcast. Wait, hold on. I can show you one right now. Can show- <laughs> can. Yeah. One. Do you know what? It kind of like, you know, the way it has like that biscuity shade. Will it pass, yeah. will it, will it pass Raven's uh, tea, like boot or toot? Is it going to be a soggy biscuit oh. or will it stay oh, hard? It's going to stay hard. <laughs> oh, honey. You want hot? You want hard honey? Think about it this. Mm. Oh, honey, hard honey, you've done no honey. Yeah, you so, have no teeth after this. If you win, you get the lovely gold edition and mm. it, you get the massive, huge badge. If mm-hmm. you come second place, we'll call it, um, you get a lovely <laughs> little silver version of it. <laughs> yes. oh, you can see it, there you go. It'll, 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 <laughs> God, what is it with like me coming second and things that are silver related? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So this week, um, I've themed it around the guest. Can you imagine doing such a thing? Um, So we're going to play a game called Glow Up or No Up, which is basically, I will give you an artist, um, and then I'll give you a song they released first, and a song they released after that, and you've got to say whether the follow-up release was a glow up or a no up. So did it sell more records in the UK? Yeah. Um, Whoever does best will get the golden stupid badge. Mm -hmm. Um, This week, I believe we've got Velvet, Going up against our guest. But it's because Scott's not here, so I can't just be like, hey, Scott, can you do the difficult rounds, please? Can you do, <laughs> yeah. can you do the fiddly questions? Yeah, so I'll be doing it this week. Um, could you keep score, Michael? Yes. yes. Let me um, get anything that I could write on one second. <laughs> right, are we ready? Uh, yep. Uh, who's going first? So this one is going to be, I will ask you in turns. It'll get a better indication of who's winning and probably make it a little bit more tense, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, our guest first. So um, Adele released Rolling in the Deep first, but when she released Set Fire to the Rain, was that a glow up or a no up? That was a, I'm going to say a no up. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Velvet. Katy Perry initially released I Kissed a Girl. And then she released Firework, but was Firework a glow up or a no up? That was a glow up. Correct. Yeah, I told you. Mm-hmm. Not hard. Um, okay, Luke, Jim. Do you, do you feel like a plastic bag anymore, girl? Mm. <laughs> a horror at Fireside. <laughs> that should be the anthem for that friggin' look. Okay, so next, James, we've got Rihanna. Um, mm-hmm. From Shut Up and Drive, was Diamonds a glow up or a no up? Oh, I'm going to say Diamonds was a glow up because in the gay world, we love some shit up and drive, but mm-hmm. everyone learned that diamonds 
don't shine. They refract. They fecking well refract <laughs> girls and boys. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say diamond. Correct. Absolutely Ooh. correct. Um, Velvet. Gaga released Poker Face first, but was born this way. A glow up or a no up? Oh, this is really difficult because Poker Face was like an absolute sensation. I'm... Oh. <laughs> I'm like a Chewbacca then. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Chewbacca. Like a sensual Chewbacca. I thought my terrier just came into it. <laughs> if it knows the answer to the question, feel free to ask it. Um, oh, it's really difficult because Poker Face like, was a sensation for everyone. But like you were saying with Rihanna, it's the fact that the gay community loved Born This Way, but did the actual... I'm going to say a no-up. Correct. Oh, tasty wow. points. Neck and neck, ladies. James, oh. Beyonce, Crazy in Love came first. Was Halo a glow-up or a no-up? Oh, Christ on a cracker, lads. Um, let me see. This is... Okay. Halo was... Cute. Okay, I'm going to say Halo was a glow-up for the fact that Beyonce's first song was Crazy in Love and Beyonce just kept on Beyonce-ing herself. Mm. And Halo just sounds more... I'm not into it, like, but maybe the rest of the world could be. It's a possible glow-up. It was a glow-up. Wow. The, world, the world definitely purchased more of Halo. Um, <laughs> maybe just due to digital records than anything else. Um, but, yeah, Halo was a big Probably. hit. Mm. Um, okay. okay, Velvet, Kelly Clarkson. So we've got Since You've Been Gone was the original, and What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger. Was that a bigger hit? I'm going to say it was a no-up. Incorrect. It was a glow up. Oh, yeah. was first wrong answer. Damn. <laughs> I can do so well when it's 50 yeah, 50. <laughs> True. If, okay, I, if I'd won this after Scott has had the most difficult competitions yet, he'd yeah. leave the team. He'd quit. He'd be like, I'm done. Fuck off. I don't want to be part I mean, of it. There's, there's still chance. There's still chance. Um, so, James, we've got Little Mix. So, we've got mm-hmm. Black Magic. And then we've got power. Was power a glow up or a no up? Oh god. Um take a sip and a secret potion power. I am going to say it was a ooh, a no up because again, power is a little bit on the gay agenda. Like you got the Alaskas, the Willems, I preferred more. But black magic just gonna say it as a no up. Correct. Oh. Yeah, I was shocked by this one because I thought I thought power like proper kicked off. But, it was huge. It kicked off. I mean, and, like, don't don't get me wrong. When I was looking up these questions, there wasn't very much difference between those two. But Black Magic, yeah. I saw it. It was. Yeah. I think, admittedly, it is more catchy though. I certainly yeah, I literally just. I I, I I I can even hear take a sip of my secret potion. Whereas I know power motorbike motorbike mm. depends. That was, that was it's close call, but anyways. Woo-hoo. I think power's better for a nightclub, but black magic's more catchy. Yeah. Okay, your turn. <laughs> okay. <Ooh. laughs> Velvet. Got Spice Girls. You might know these because you know you're older. Um, <laughs> we have their original hit Wannabe, which did really well. But did Two Become One do better? Two Become One wasn't that a charity thing? Like, didn't that have a lot of promotion around it? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I think I have a feeling it was like an advert type thing, and it, I think it's going to be one of those surprising. You wouldn't expect it, but it did actually outsell it. I'm going to say that's a glow up. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, that was that was another clo- it was another close one. But "Wannabe" is like the most iconic song by Spice Girls. 
I know. I, I was playing the fates there. I was just like, oh, well, I think it's that, but no, life doesn't work like that. It, <laughs> it's full you of wanna, surprises. You want to be in my shoes right now. Well, I think it's we know right. who's won, but I've got one more question each anyway, so we might Okay. Um, so, <laughs> James, home. <laughs> we've got Shakira. Um, so, whenever, wherever, massive hit. Mm-hmm. But did hips don't lie outsell it? That's like grinder. Um, <laughs> and listen, Shakira, I love her. She only lives down the road. Um, <laughs> let me say, so, oh, uh, Hips Don't Lie was a glow up. Yeah, it was a glow up. Yeah, like, Damn. That, that ain't, that's the tea, girl. That ain't, there ain't no lie. <laughs> Velvet, might as well give you the last question. Uh, so we've got Taylor Swift. So Love Story, big, big hit. But was Shake It Off a bigger <laughs> hit? It has to be. It has to be. Although, it, yeah, was it? What? I'm going to say it's a glow up. It was not. Because uh, <laughs> it was. It was this thing where I was like, you I'm pretty sure Shake It Up was a massive, massive hit. But then love stories like the whole country crowd, where you yeah. have that whole Southern America, where they probably all went wild for it. Whereas we're like, it was all right. This <laughs> is a random fact that actually I think is what is like the tomfoolery of all that. Shake Up Up has like one of the most amount of YouTube music video watches. It has like well over a couple of billion. Mm. So that's where you would easily think it was like took the whole you no know, the music stream numbers by storm. But yeah, there is a lot of country queens out there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, just just check in, Michael. Who won? Uh, t- not not to copy Velvet, but the lovely James has five. Velvet has two. <laughs> oh, so so yeah, I lose the competition and I get red. Thanks, Michael. That's... Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! Excellent. We well will done. get your golden badge sent out in the post, dear. I finally won something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gold, it's sort of silver. Hooray! Oh god, imagine oh, if you'd got silver here. That would be just I'd be like, oh, it's so rose-ish sorry. gold. Yeah. I was always on the wrong team anyways. I was originally meant to be in gold on the show and I said, actually, lads, can I actually just fuck it up for the fun of it? Thanks very much. <laughs> I want second place for the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loved <laughs> Raven, so I want to be Raven. No, it's only yeah, it's only because I can do all stars. So bring it on! Mm. <laughs> my God, she yeah. knows. She knows. Oh my God, is that going to be a thing? So is all stars going to be a thing? I hope so. I hope so too. Who knows? Like we need to do one more season of Glow Up. Um, Glow Up, I think, is very prominent. It's going to. It's a hit. It's been yeah. reproduced in uh, in Holland now. And Nikki Tutorials is one of the posters Amazing. on D- Glow Up Dutchland. Glow Up New Zealand has already had a season in the bag. Ooh. And I remember they said, and you see, I don't know how long it'll take, and probably with the COVID, it could have held things back. But when we were filming, the producers were like, the rights of the show have been bought by various different countries across the world. So yes. it's going to become a thing like Thailand, Holland, Spain, down under Drag Race. Like, it's a so we're just copying Drag off. Race, are we? It's <laughs> a good formula, man. It's a good yeah, formula. It works. If everyone is, if everyone is sleeping on us little Emmy ways right now, watch, mm. watch, watch, watch me come back and do Val's makeup for the show in a couple of years, eh? So. I mean, literally, Raven. <laughs> Can we just... New Zealand had their own version or marketing their own version. I love that. You never hear nothing about New Zealand as well. They're just like, just like a little clone of the UK. 
Except for how they basically ruined us when it comes to COVID and they're all back to normal five And years how, ago. basically oh, how they have just literally been having the crack. This is a little bit of a spanner in the works, but my ex-girlfriend um, is from Auckland. Mm. Oh, yeah. And we still keep in touch. And she's now with a fella. Like, she's always been, like, you know, open arms and legs. Like, she just lives with everything. She's, 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 she's with a by guy. Her spirit is open. She's, like, not in that sense. She's, just like, a really open-minded person anyways. But she mm. was saying to me that February is, like, their Pride Month in mm. New Zealand. Aww. And they were at, like, their Auckland version of Mighty Hoopla, um, like, just only two weeks ago. And she was sending me snaps because we keep in touch. And I was like, I'm so happy for you, but I'm totally, like, you know, ordering the, the towpad truck to go through your house on Saturday morning. Um, so, you know, consider it a done deal. What's yeah. the first thing you're looking forward to then when this is sort of over? Um, a job. <laughs> Yay! Job. That's, that's you and half of England right now. Yeah. Right? More than half. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I say that and it's kind of a lie. And I'm actually, can I say it exclusively? I'm actually coming back to the UK next month for a very exciting TV gig. Um, but, but I'm literally quarantining in a hotel and working on set for eight days and then returning to Ireland because it's not, really? it's not viable enough for me to come back to the UK yet. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I just the ho- the animals are galloping. They sense rain. Do they work for the BBC? Is that what that is? Is that just like <laughs> he's giving away secrets? Yeah, it's like you voided your contract. We are going to end today. They're like on the phone to the producers. How soon can you get here? Is no, it just two men in a pantomime horse? You know, just... there's, there's, there's a couple of TV licensed people knocking on his door now, going, "You've not paid it." <clears throat> I've actually, been, yeah, I've actually been living in a basement underneath like the West End for this whole time watching, <laughs> watching, the, watching the show run um, sorry, sorry that was like my animal like crime watch side of me come out that was like um, an anti-oop moment that was it was just like ooh yeah I'm going back for work but no I like the one thing I am looking forward to I think that we can all hopefully are at the same level is that I want to go dancing mm. oh my god you want to go dancing like, darling I want to go dancing darling and I want to go dancing in my active work and just like you know like, oh, like yeah. you know, I, I think I'm really good at dancing Kim <laughs> <laughs> I forget to dance like I think it was like Kate got tagged and she reshared on her story when someone like, put a meme up of like there is that episode because I love Captain Kim. When I saw her doing it, I was like, "Yes, bitch!" And Sick. there is that moment, like I consider, like you know, my hips don't lie when I'm on the floor. But it's been a year since I've danced that I'm gonna be like cat in one of the episodes, and she's just there, like <laughs> I, can't, I can't dance anymore. Like I'll need health insurance when I go to heaven because it's, I don't want to. I don't. I won't know what to do again. <laughs> With the flexibility of a, a fucking an aged Alsatian, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I won't, I won't, I won't be able to do like you know the most basic human functions. Like when I hear rain on me, I'd be like, oh god. Oh no. <laughs> I'm dre- I'm dreading that because I've been waiting so long for it. But now I'm like, I'm I'm a year and a half older by the time I get out to that, and I have not danced much oh, during that year and a half. So don't don't even. Not, yeah. Literally, when when lockdown ends, the day after, so twenty second is my birthday. The day oh, after wow. lockdown, I know, right? Talk about thirty-first birthday present. Thanks, Boris. Yeah, it's your, it's Fucking your thanks, Pojo. You're gonna wake up on Christmas Eve. I know, right? So, um, so the day after lockdown is my birthday, and it's gonna be like every every phrase. I'm just gonna quote Taysom like, "Who me like this?" 
<laughs> without who be like this without a mask? What? Me like this without a drink? And I just expect oh like God. all of the beverages. Oh, be like me like this with all these people. Ah. <laughs> like Tate, Tate actually wrote that for the 21st mm-hmm. of June. Like me like this with all these people strutting to bad. It must be illegal. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. So James, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Um, book me for anything that you want silver blue related if you don't want me to follow the brief i mean mama i am your go-to guide um, but no if you do i will say if you do want a little bit of jay mcinney like you can go to jamesmcinney.com forward slash merch and there is a load of range of beautiful custom made personalized images of my artistry very much stuff that i've been doing since glow up because you know i didn't do the drag race thing where jump jumped on the bandwagon straight after the show i don't think it's like something that people even assume of glow up so mm. it took a while for me to even realize it or put like the feeders out and then when netflix happened and we really blew up like there is a demand i'm actually sending sales to different countries which is a hoot to me yeah. but i can never you know push it enough it's like literally my little business to keep me busy um but yeah by all means people follow my socials at jmac underscore mua there's a youtube channel there at james McInerney. it's very much like my name is james mac james McInerney. But that's all I can say. And just watch this space because, yeah, hopefully I'll be back to Ingerland sooner mm. than later. And hopefully it could be potentially full time by the summer. Because when that roadmap, honey, I'm in the fast lane coming back mm. to the oh, UK. Honey. Talk about you know, speeding ticket, honey. She's honey, got five, honey. honey. <laughs> Toll bridges? I don't know her. Barrier? Straight over the windscreen. <laughs> oh, honey. She is flying without wings. Yeah. Oh, never, never did a driving test before? Honey, no, honey. <laughs> on, on the M25, honey. I don't get... I, 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 sorry, <laughs> pull the brakes, honey. Have you just had a stroke, Michael? I did, yeah. It's been a long day, man. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of I... which, uh, you wouldn't have anything to promote, would you, Michael? Oh, you know, just the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try and promote <laughs> Bad Way Day. Um, yeah, so Bad Way Day for all of your um, gay, cultural, LGBTQ, RSTUVWXYZ needs. Um, we've also got Elite Drag coming out soon. I think we... Stu, do we have a date? Do we have a date for we, an Elite Drag? Oh, we do have a date Elite? for Elite Drag. Really? So Elite Drag will be launching June the 1st, um, if all goes well. So that'll be a big fucking twist to the industry, I feel. So <laughs> I really enjoy that. And naturally, I've got thevelvetsnatch.com, which will take you to my YouTube channel, which has a lot of rubbish on it. <laughs> no, um, it's really good. I've got back to filming new episodes of Velvet and Velcro, and I'm on a... I'll be part of Cher Noble's reality cabaret performance, uh, which is on Zoom, where you can buy tickets. So have a look on my Instagram, The Velvet Snatch, for how you get ticket links for that. Um, when is that, Velvet? That is the 9th of March, and I will edit this to have the correct date in if I am wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Will that performance be going up on YouTube after, in case people listen to this post, potentially 9th of March? 
I assume so. It's basically it's premiering on Zoom, but I think the whole thing will be uploaded to a YouTube at some point. Or I think most of the performers will put their performances on their relevant media, like two weeks later, three weeks later, kind of thing. So, but we advise you to get a ticket because the money goes towards the performers. I'll probably be giving my money to mm. charity, but yeah, but support local drag. But thank you very much for being on the show. It's been so fun talking to you, James Mack. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been an absolute absolute. <laughs> thank you thank you so much for having me angel it's been such a hoot and you're welcome back anytime and also awesome. when you come back over to the uk we'll go out oh yeah girls literally they'll be like we're like we, we, we're meant to meet him at 11 o'clock outside heaven you'll just be seeing me being escorted out i'm like 11 hours deep <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for me <laughs> like on without me <laughs> on horseback naturally Oh, <laughs> That's on, it. On a, on a horse, yeah. R- riding into the club route. on a white horse. Going <laughs> yeah, to actually, the clubhouse yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Category is Swiss. Category is Swiss guys. Yes. <laughs> I'll be on board. I'll yeah, watch. Oh, but thank such you. a pleasure. Thank you so much. That's thank brilliant. Okay, well, uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.